Now, The Common Sense Psychic with Phyllis King. Phyllis brings a unique and down-to-earth style with her common sense psychic readings and spiritual dialogue with callers and guests. Here's your host for The Common Sense Psychic, Phyllis King. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I'm Phyllis King, The Common Sense Psychic. Uh, It's an on-air readings day, and I'm looking forward to your calls and questions. Uh, If you'd like to get on the air this hour, the number is 917-889-2894, Yeah, um, it's already going to be interesting. (laughs) I started talking to some of the callers before I got on the air here, and uh, yes, it's going to be fun. So for those of you who may have not listened before, I am—I call myself the common sense psychic. I've been that for a long time, and people always say, well, what is that? What's a common sense psychic? And there's a long story about how I got that name. I won't go into it today, but essentially here's where I come from. Um, hands down, the spirit, spiritual essence, that part of us that is timeless, that transcends the physical experience, is driving the human experience. Uh, But we're having a human experience nonetheless. We're having ups and downs and ins and outs and heartbreaks and challenges. And I'm really fascinated with what makes that more benevolent and easier. And that is in part why I have become an abundance expert and a relationship expert over the years from, you know, necessity is a mother invention, is it not? But... um, I really wanted to master these things in my own life to be able to teach a higher level to others and explain things to others in that way. And that involves an intuitive skill set. It involves being psychic, but it also involves a variety of other skill sets that I'm bringing to the party. So um, I might do it a little differently than some people, but I promise you, you're getting the intuitive skill set with all the practical knowledge. And if you do like what you're hearing, if it's making sense to you, if it's calming you down, if you're feeling hopeful and uh, learning something, um, anything you hear about in my conversations with callers, you can find in my latest book, The Energy of Abundance, Practical Advice, and Spiritual Wisdom to Achieve Anything. It's available all over the place. So um, it's been an interesting week. All kinds of, you know, the mercury went, the mercury. <laughs> so, you know, like people from L.A. talk about being on the 405. They call their freeways and such the, it's like it's an event. But mercury went direct this week, and I think we can probably all start to feel a relaxation, if you will, that there's there's not this push-pull in our communications, and things are starting to resolve and take shape that we're trying to make happen. The first part of the year was really quite difficult the energy it was just i mean it was really intense for many many people and not that it isn't on some levels but we're starting to see rhythms take a different form and what's fun about this for me uh, and it's not that you know i'm not an astrological expert i think you have to spend a lot of years becoming an expert but i sure find it fascinating um to be in tune with the rhythms of the planet or the atmospheres, the cosmos, if you will, and just notice how these interesting cycles like a Mercury retrograde affect us. You know, some people in my business who are actually very close to me would say, oh, I don't want to be defined by a Mercury retrograde or what my sign is, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I, I get that. I get, well, I'm not going to let someone tell me if I'm going to have a good day or not. I'm going to decide that. But there is something to noticing and being aware of the natural influences that come upon us just so we can be either adequately prepared or we sort of understand, you know, there's just a harsher energy going right now. Maybe I should lay back a bit rather than try and push forward. And for me, that's the best way to use astrological information. Um, so why did I get get off on that? You know, no particular reason. <laughs> I just where my mind went today. <laughs> just sort of setting it up as everyone arrives. People are starting to come into the chat room and the queue is lining up and I'll give the number out just one more time before I start taking calls because uh, I just feel so badly. My goodness, um, the queue gets full and then there's people left hanging on the air at the end of the hour after holding on for 50 minutes. Oh my gosh. So, um, 
yeah, if you'd like to get on the air this hour, the number is 917-889-2894. And if you'd like to find me off the air, um, it's my name, phyllisking.com. I will have a new website it's in conjunction with my current website. It's called the King Mastery Institute. It's my own school, if you will. I have developed a number of programs that I offer through my current website, but I'm setting that aside in a separate entity. And I guess that's enough information. Um, I will take questions in the chat room. Just please know that I tune in by first name. So if we're talking about a relationship, your name, the name of the person you're inquiring about is helpful. You light up like a Christmas tree when you say someone's name out loud. If you're asking about a job, what kind of job are you applying for or the company you're applying to? If you're selling a property, what street are you looking at? What neighborhood? It just makes it so much easier uh, for purposes of this type of an interaction. Um, And here we are, almost at the end of the January. I can't believe it. So let's see. We're going to start um, in New York. Beth, first-time listener, I have a feeling. Beth, welcome. Hi. How are you, Phyllis? I'm great, and I'm looking forward to talking to you. I have a really interesting story. Very I complex. Do, I do. Well, I, I'm it always is. interested in people who find themselves in these really complex, heavy, emotional, interesting situations. And, and not, it's not like I'm trying to watch reality TV, but I'm always fascinated to watch people um, in these processes and what they're trying to learn and and how they're going to get themselves out of it. Oh, you certainly found one with me today, so yes. Um, Well, let me explain so everybody knows what we're talking about here. So um, I recently had physical therapy for about three months, and um, I'm 45. The gentleman I had physical therapy with was about half my age. Um, He was a very nice man, very sweet, um, but during that time I developed what I would call an inappropriate crush on him. Um, He's married, and so am I, to different people, and um, so... While I was developing this crush, it really got to be almost, I want to say kind of obsessive. I hate to say that, but it really got to be out of hand in my own head, and I knew this. And um, it kind of came to a crux right around New Year's Eve. Um, I just I knew that it, it had to stop. So what I did is I let him know um, in an email uh, on right around New Year's Eve, I um I apologized for any inappropriate behavior I may have been showing towards him, and um, I kind of, uh, you know, we both kind of mutually agreed that therapy needed to stop at that time. Um, It kind of went, you know, cold turkey, and I hadn't seen him for a couple of weeks at that time, and then we had bumped into each other in a local grocery store. Um, You want to talk about uncomfortable. That was completely (laughs) awkward. Um, He looked like a deer in the headlights. The poor guy was just mortified, and he basically said, this has never happened to me before. And I said, you know, me either. And he said, uh, okay, then, um, take care, you know, have a nice life. And he, he ran as fast as he could go, poor guy. Um, and that was kind of it. I mean, we really, I, I may have seen him in passing in the grocery store again, but I don't even know. It was just, you know, at a distance. So my question is really, I mean, I'm I'm having a terrible, terrible time getting past this whole thing. I mean, I've just been a, a sobbing, weeping mess since this has all happened. Um, I, I'm kind of wondering how he's feeling. I feel like we had a really deep connection. I hate to say that. It sounds weird, but I really feel that way. Um, I've been told by another medium that we have had a lot of past lives together. Uh, that sounds strange, too, but I'm just kind of wondering, is he feeling anything on his end? Um, is he struggling, too? I, I'm just, Like I said, I'm just having trouble getting past all of this. I'm wondering if you can help me figure out how to. Um, yeah. Anything you can get would be helpful. Well, let me, I mean, there's a couple pieces to the story I'm going to ask you to fill in uh, just to make it a little bit clearer for us. Let me just start with the obvious piece first, and this is for everyone, but we don't interact with people who we don't have past life connection to. It's practically impossible, especially when it's a close connection. And the way 
karma works is it has a rise and a fall to it. And say you're involved in a relationship with someone in another lifetime. Let's say you were with someone who was toxic or it didn't work out or you had unrequited love or whatnot. And for whatever reason, you had to quit, as you the words you use, cold turkey. Okay, well, you stopped the activity, but you didn't dissipate the energy in your chakras, if you will. And our chakras are our energy centers. They house all of our memories, our information from all experiences. And so even though our ego mind, we let it go and we moved forward, we didn't resolve it. We didn't bring those frequencies to a place of peace and high vibration, if you will. And so let's say mm-hmm. this person, you're a physical therapy person, you obviously had a connection with him at some point that has not been equalized. And on some level, you agreed to come into this experience and for him to stir you up in this way, uh, really to point you more in the direction of yourself but uh, for everyone listening it's like just like in your life now you hang out with people you know and if you're going to look for a job often people hire people they know or you get a job through someone you know we hang in the same circles and keep working the same thing with the same people so that's not even a question to me whether or not you had a past time experience with him without question and maybe even okay. more than one and for you to unravel this for yourself Beth you really have to start back at the beginning for for yourself in terms of you know what caused you to be vulnerable to this big crush you know what was already missing in your life let's say and let's say you go into physical therapy somebody's touching you that's a pretty intimate thing no matter how you slice it up so it's not like it's unheard of that that would happen Um, and then you have there's so many other layers and steps you'll have to go to but did you two actually become intimate and or you just thought about it no no yeah nothing nothing intimate it was just more in my head (laughs) and that was it yeah yeah and so I would be going back to how's intimacy in your marriage well, I'll I'll let you figure that one out. Not so great. <laughs> We've been I've been married I've been married for 20 years and I've been okay. together with my husband for 27. So, you know, you can imagine that things get a little uh, dull after a while. Yeah. Well, so yeah, there's there's many steps in here, Beth, and we probably won't have time for all of them on the air, even though I'd absolutely love to explore them because you're ripe to be able to, you know, delve into these topics. But that's really where you begin, to where you have sort of denied yourself or normalized things that shouldn't be normalized, and there was an emptiness or a hole or some vacancy, or also that you're ready to have a step up in your awareness or in your life. And and the physical therapy, you had obviously had some injury or something, but you're trying to evolve yourself in some way, and you come upon this really kind, sweet person, and you're touching each other and, you know, it's not unheard of. And so you kind of just have to track it back and put it back on yourself about why did I create this and what am I going through? What was missing for me? And I'm sure that he has not forgotten about you. And you're absolutely right. It, It scared him to death in a certain way because people can get in trouble you know, around these types of issues professionally, even if you're not in a profession where you touch people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he is, he feels like it's more of a a newer marriage and he hasn't ever been through anything like that. And I think he was somewhat surprised to hear that someone was interested in him that he never even thought about in that way. It was just, yeah, it was really a shocking experience for him. Will he think about you and think, hmm, should I follow up on that at some point? I, I don't think he has the courage to do that. I think he's really into his marriage at this point for whatever it is. So that's yeah. the launch. Oh yeah. But. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't. Oh please. I don't. I don't want anyone to think that I'm. I'm hoping that he will do that. But I just was wondering what his thoughts were in in regard to this whole thing. So okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for your help. I do appreciate that. You are most welcome, and I love your sense of humor, you know, even though it's clearly been a difficult thing for you. Oh, you have to have humor in this kind of situation, please. Yes. I mean, what else can you do, yeah. you know, but laugh. So, yeah. But thank you so much. I appreciate That's, your help. You are most welcome, Beth, and I thank you for the call and for revealing so much. Appreciate that. 
You know, and I... I'm going to piggyback on Beth's call here because it stimulates so many great points about relationships of all kinds. Relationships are the best mechanism for growth we have on the planet. And we come together with other people, especially in these complex situations, believe it or not, to help us heal ourselves, to help us take a look inside and say, what is going on with me? And when couples learn in marriages or partnerships, whatever definition you have for your collaboration, when you learn to look at injuries that happen and the rub that comes between you as an opportunity to come closer rather than let the issues drive you apart, that's when you really master relationship and it can soar into that ongoing soulmate-type feeling, if you will. But my, I have a sneaky feeling Beth is on her way to not only some changes but to some personal expansion and this uh, lovely physical therapist person um, opened the door for her to some feelings and thoughts that she hasn't maybe considered in a period of time and that's not a terrible thing and I you know I heard her kind of beating up on herself a bit but you know these things happen doesn't make us a bad person it just life has a very organic way of bringing us closer to ourselves, that there is a divine presence, whether whatever we call it, that's acting in our interest to help us evolve ourselves. I mean, that's what we're actually doing here in a human body. So um, I don't judge Beth or anybody. You know, life is what it is. And sometimes we, we need to get the love and support or attention or whatever from wherever we can get it. If you just tuned into the show, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. It's an on-air readings day. Um, let's see. Let's start with my good friend, Russ, in Cleveland. Hi, Russ. Hello, Phyllis. You're a long-time listener. You followed me around from different radio shows, and you got stuck at the end of the queue the last couple times you called in, so I didn't yeah, get to your Yeah, a little early, early this time, too, just, uh, so I guess sort of, <laughs> yeah, sort of calling in, calling in early for a change. Well, but, uh, that's what usually gets to it. I do usually take calls in the order received. So, um, so are we talking about work today, or what's what are we talking about? Well, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe work. Yeah, you know, work in the sense that uh, one thought I had. Uh, what kind of what do you get a feeling about potentially owning my own business instead of maybe going to work for somebody else again? Well. Um, you're the perfect person to do that because, I mean, you you are really smart and you think of everything and you like to put your whole person into everything you do. So I think in that regard, you're the perfect person for owning your business. The question just becomes, well, what business then? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I was checking um, – a local website that had some for sale, and I was thinking maybe like uh, one thought was maybe like a convenience store, gas station, something along that line, um, or even maybe oh, I know this is something totally different, but maybe like a bowling alley or something. Oh, I get it. Um, I well, you know, you do you do you do your due diligence to find out what makes those things, those particular things, successful, and you know. Just the business piece of it. You just do some of the homework on it, and that's just a logistical piece. And from my point of view, it's all about how do you feel about it? Are you loving it? What do you want from it besides just money? Because to make any business a success, you really have to be engaged. And it it really becomes, until you get it rolling, it it really is a 24-7 mindset. Not that you have to work seven days a week, but you always have to be plugged in. And so it has to be something you're enjoying and feel good about. And often we think that money will make us feel better. And it certainly makes things easier in terms of, okay, I don't have to worry about the bills are paid. But it, it doesn't necessarily fill us up in other ways. So I'm just asking you to consider those things because you do have these other leanings and creativities and different things that are apparent in you. I just want to make sure you don't put yourself in a box that you won't like once you get there. Yeah, because yeah, I just, you know, I was just thinking of that, too, because, uh, you know, I was that way, too, just in case something, yeah, I wanted to keep my options open, basically, is what I was thinking. Um, yeah, because I know there may be something, you know, some other job close on a high thing, I get the feeling, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you are. Yeah, you are right on the cusp of 
another employment situation. So like any any minute here, you could be going to work for someone else. And I think you'll decide, do I want to keep doing that? Yeah, because I did have, yeah, the one job I did interview for two weeks ago, they uh, didn't get that one, and they reposted that position twice since in that time. So mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed about that one, but for whatever reason, that was not meant to be, so. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think that, you know, you come upon these questions and employment situations to help you ask the very questions that you are. And and for me, so much of your evolution and where you're trying to go in your life has to do with owning your own personal authority, you know, and do I want to take orders from somebody else or do what I like to be giving the orders? Yeah, yeah, that's why I was thinking about, you know, giving the orders. That's why I was thinking about maybe doing something. Because yeah. I'm tired of other people telling me, you know, despite the fact I was doing an excellent job, you know, having them yeah. give me orders. And, uh, so that does get kind of tiring. So. Yeah. Well, and especially if you sort of understand everything that's going on in a business or a circumstance and someone else is calling something a, a certain way or directing it and, you got, and you're thinking, uh, that's really not the best way or I would do it this way and it would be so much better. Um, and then you just have to hold your tongue, essentially. And, you know, I haven't worked for anyone in a very long time. I'm actually an excellent employee when I have worked for people and I'm a, a good boss as well, but Gosh, it would be hard for me to work for anyone else. I mean, you can't see me right now, but today I'm in my uh, my running outfit. Uh, my hair is combed, just so you know. No makeup, but you know, I'm sitting here working, um, and I don't have to put on my full my full dress. I mean, there's there's those types of perks. So yeah, it's always a good thing. Yeah, so I just wanted to see, you know, you know so just in case. So I always have to keep my mind open about that and maybe do a little research first and then go from there. Yeah. Really, I just have fun with it. What are the possibilities? I mean, I love you being on this track of working for yourself. You know, and in this day and age with all, you know, like um, I have like fantastic health insurance. And it's like that's one of the things people always say, oh, I don't want to be self-employed or an entrepreneur because there's no health benefits. Well, you know, I have a retirement account. You know, I have health insurance. It's great. There's there's nothing to stop you from doing whatever you want. It's a, you know, I think people tell themselves these things because they're afraid or they don't know the correct information, and uh, it's a limiter for them expanding in their own life. So just don't. I don't want you to see any of that limiting dialogue take you over. I want to see you have fun with this and go for it because I think you'd be really good at it. Yeah, so yeah, so like I said, I'll keep that open. I'll, I'll keep both open. I'll try and look for something else while I, you know, do a little due diligence about uh, trying to find a business to run because I never know because something could happen. So thanks, folks. Russ, it's great to talk to you. Good. I can't wait for your update. Sounds good. Thanks. Have a good day. I'm going to take a very quick break. Uh, you're listening to Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. When I get back, I'll be taking more of your calls and questions. Stay with me. Hello, it's me I was wondering if after all these years You'd like to me to go over everything They say the time's supposed to heal you But I ain't done much healing Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be When we were younger and free I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet There's such a difference between us and a million miles
the things I would mm-hmm. love to do, uh, you know, the real stuff, and I think she wasn't ready for it. Uh, we we connected pretty quick, and I think she she felt a little bit of a fear of having this connection with this guy. Hmm. Yeah. So okay. Uh, well, yeah, I was, hmm. doesn't make sense to me, but okay. <laughs> so where are we then? <laughs> yeah. No. So so now I'm like, okay, uh, that's okay. It didn't work. I was a little upset for a couple of days because she was really cute. But then, uh, <laughs> hey, what do I what do I need to work on or? Or, I mean, do I need to take time off or it's okay for me to be, be playing around or, you know, just having fun? Or what do I need to work on in order to attract that, you know, lovely woman, that full package woman? Well, you know, you pay attention to what shows up. Now, when you talk to me about this woman in particular, I didn't buy what you were saying energetically. There's something about it didn't feel truthful. I'm not I'm not saying you're not being truthful to me. I'm uh-huh. saying she's not being truthful with you. And so and maybe she was trying to spare your feelings in some way. Who knows why people aren't truthful. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're getting people who aren't available or um or let's say which either one it is if they're not available or if they uh aren't truly connecting to you and playing a game with you, then that tells you that you kind of want to work a little more on your availability, making sure that you're really being as present with people as you're saying, and uh, that you're also being completely upfront about it. You know, that's your own, you know, because if you don't have any of your own unavailability stuff going on, then you're not going to be able to attract that into your experience. You're, you're done working on that. Is that. Does that make sense to you and the principle? Yes, and, and like I said, you know, the first time around, we were both really present. I think we had a good time. And then the second time around, I I had sort of all the people in the background, you know, all the people that I've met that I was kind of, and so that I think you're nailing it right there because I was like, well, we'll see what happened here. If not, I move on. But I, I wasn't mm-hmm. just as present as I could be. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, I think. Well, and again, dating is hard work. I mean, I mean, you try and make it fun as much as possible, yeah. but you do go in with a hope that maybe this is love. You know, you don't want to put yeah. too much pressure on it. But so you have to decide if you've got the stomach for it to keep going and keep, you know, or if you do want to take a break for a week or two or a month or whatever. Um, but again, to your original question, it's always what's showing up, what does it create in you? So this woman saying she wasn't, uh, or whatever it was, that she's too much too soon, whatever, whatever. How did that make you feel, essentially? Um, I, I don't think we were long-term. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, no, but a little, thought, little further, did you feel like, oh, I'm not lovable, or, you know, what's wrong with me, or, you know, what, where did it send you? Where did it take you in your own mind? I think the ego was upset because I saw that it was not necessarily an easy catch, but I saw that it was actually in. And the ego was, I was really upset, really, really bothered by the rejection part. Um, the soul part, I think, might be in the deeper level, I'm like, I'm okay. I mean, I really, I, I don't think it was a long-term thing, but the ego was more hurt than actually my heart. Mm-hmm. I, did, I don't, I, am I answering your question? Well, I think so. I mean, as long uh-huh. as you didn't go in, I mean, rejection hurts anybody, really. But the idea that we can be rejected is something I'd like you to expand upon in your own world if you're doing internal work because it's not possible to be rejected. I mean, we're part of a consciousness that's interconnected. We couldn't be separate from each other if we tried. (laughs) We could try, but we're interconnected and it's a divine consciousness we're all part of. So there's no, we can't be rejected from ourselves. We're all, it's like, you know, we're all connected. And if it didn't right. work out, it only meant it wasn't the right thing for you. You're in a different right. place. Yeah. You want different things. So, you know, just take that perhaps a little bit further and, you know, just set a real clear intention, Raul, for yourself about what you want. I mean, and in your gut, what do you want? I want playtime. I want long-term relationship, I mean, what just really clear what you want and recognize what that feels like in your body. And then when you start talking to other people, 
you'll recognize if they have that too, and you may or you won't waste your time with yeah, people. Absolutely. But you know what? Two dates is a not very long time. That's that's a good amount of time to get your answers. I'd rather you find out in two dates rather than in two months or in two years that someone's not right for you. Yeah, yeah, I, I did get that right away. So I mean, I, I'm totally, I, I'm totally in tune. I think well, what happened? That's why I wasn't really that bummed out, but I kind of wanted to have a sort of like a little fun experience with this woman. Do you happen to see if there's anything else coming up at all? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> so you're not getting out of the game. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, it's fun. I think women are amazing, and it's, it's really, it's really fun to see what's gonna come up because it's different. I mean, different but the same. Well, I do actually see you dating. Um, you know, I, here's what I see, Raúl. I think you're gonna date for several months yet, um, and you're fine tuning your own picking mechanism if you will you're and but when i see you in the fall i see you hand in hand with someone and this is a long term situation so you're going to connect with someone that you two will have an actual relationship it's not just going to be a few dates so but it feels like you're just you're going to date there's several women coming up in your experience so you know, you must be there. Must be something appealing about you because you're not having trouble <laughs> connecting to women. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, well, I want the whole thing, but I think I wanna I wanna step up on the on the quality level. I mean, quant quality, not so much quantity. I want to step it up on. On the real deal, so you know, challenge myself a will. little more. You will, and but I, we do have to fine tune our picking mechanism, and that's what I said a minute ago about really <laughs> determine what in your gut, feel it in your gut, what it is you actually want, and this is the same thing I would tell a woman in love class. It's like you have to really know what matters to you. You know, like for me, when I met my partner before he came in, one of the things I was saying to myself is, you know what, it just needs to be easy. It needs to be easy. And when he came in, he made it so easy for me. <laughs> I couldn't say no. I'll give you an offer. Oh, you can't yeah. And so, uh, but I had that feeling in my gut that that was just the dominant thing. And there were other underlying features needed to be spiritual, needed to have this, that. But I had this real dominant one thing that was super important and there were other things so that's what i mean by just what really matters to you and put it in your gut <laughs> yeah yeah that's beautiful yes totally get it totally get it cool well i'm i'm sure you'll update me i love the updates so yeah well have thank fun. you for being yeah thank you for being so available and giving so much information so useful so thank my you very pleasure, much Raul. you're most yeah. welcome have a great weekend <laughs> oh you too as well thank you <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the call. And if you've just tuned into the show, I'm Phyllis King, the Common Sense Psychic. It's an on-air reading today because it's Friday. I've just been doing it a lot. I have a lot of people who want to come on the show and talk to you about their books and their ideas. And I love doing that as well. But I just I missed so many weeks during my book tour last year. I just have missed being here, just talking to people. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Um, okay, so these are not screened calls. I don't know who's here and what we're talking about. Well, let's see what we get. Um, area code 402, hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you? Oh, hi. This is Diane. Thank you very much for taking my call today. Hi, Diane. Where are you, by the way? Where's 402? Uh, I am in Lincoln, Nebraska. Nebraska. Cool. Okay, so what are we talking about? What's up? Well, I just recently learned that I had unintentionally violated a rule with an organization that had been helping me with some housing costs while I'm working on some health issues. I've taken some steps on this, but I haven't had any communication back from that organization. So I was wondering what you see, anything, any general things about um, my housing expenses and kind of how I can get this resolved so that I'm, I'm comfortable and I'm able to live within my means. Mhm. Well, um so are you concerned they might make you move? Is that what I'm hearing? What I'm most concerned about is my assistance will end and I will not be able to to pay my housing costs and oh, I'll Okay. And if I have to move, I 
don't I'm in a situation where I really don't have uh the funding to put out deposits to get a new place. Got it. Okay, well look at um I think there will be some hoop jumping through. You've got to put on your circus outfit and get ready to jump through some hoops and provide paperwork or I don't know. It looks like you'll have to fight for it and really, you know, prove to them that you've corrected whatever you needed to correct or changed whatever you need to be changed or made up for whatever you need to make up for, that that is going to be part, you know, you do have to do that. But these systems, uh, these bureaucratic type systems you're talking about, they don't move fast. And so the fact that you haven't heard is not a problem. It just means it. That's just what it takes. And um, where when I'm looking where you are, I don't see you having to move. I don't see you moving, but I do see you having to jump through hoops. So, but you know, just practice seeing it work out the way you need it to. Just keep putting the energy up there of the outcome you want to experience, and you know, bathe in that on a daily basis. And then when you finally get the call, you finally get the letter, and it's time for you to take action. Just make sure you have all your stuff ready to go and you can jump into action uh, and meet their questions and anything they might require from you. Okay, that sounds good because I did send them uh, some paperwork which I thought they needed and really the only paperwork I have. So maybe it's the bureaucracy that is uh, yeah. kind of in the time there. But, I'm yeah, I'm more than happy to. I know I made a mistake even though I didn't intend to. I know I violated a rule, so... I'm willing right. to do whatever it takes to yeah. make good on it. I was just hoping that you might see that I would get it resolved somehow. You will. It will be resolved by the end of February. Okay, so it's okay. going to take a little more time. Okay. All right. Well, that helps a lot. I really appreciate yeah. your assistance. You're most welcome, Diane, and I, I thank you for the call. Have a good weekend. Okay. You too. Thanks. God, isn't there anything more scary than the thought of losing where you live and having to get it all together to relocate? I'm I'm out here on the West Coast on, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and we've had like this enormous downpour of rain after being drought-stricken for five years. And there are some homes or apartments on a coastline over in San Francisco that are ready to fall off into the ocean. And they were some type of affordable housing units or whatever, and the city had literally kicked these people out because it's unsafe. And, you know, San Francisco, my friends, it's $3,000 for a studio apartment. I mean, it's just the craziest thing ever. And these people are just, you know, scary. It's like supposed to do. So luckily the government's stepping in. But, you know, you listen to Diane's story there. It's like nobody wants to deal with that. You don't have shelter. Yikes. Um, okay, let's see. Area code 609. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Phyllis. It's Tabitha. Oh, there you are. What happened to you? <laughs> My phone disconnected by accident when when I moved it. Oh, all right. Well, good. I'm glad you're back. So we were talking about work. That's what we were going to talk yes, about? Ma'am. All yes. right. Tell what what work. You want work? You don't have work? Someone's giving you uh, a hard well, time at work? What's happening at work? <laughs> Well, I would like to start working. Um, I like to start. Yeah, I like to start working. How long has it been? Uh, it's been a long time. Oh, okay. And you just want to work, or do you really want to do something you like? You just want to be active again and earn a little income, or what's the goal here for your for well, you? Goal, well, my goal is to uh, get my own place, and I know I need extra income, and then I'd like to go back to school and be like a counselor, or an advocate. Abuse women, so that's what I would like to do. Beautiful. So I'm looking kind of like for some waitressing work to, you know, get things rolling a little quick. And well, that's fine, and I'm sure you can do that. But I would encourage you, you know, shortcut a bit. Um, I can already hear it in your heart. I can already hear it. I can feel it in my body when you said it. I would reach out to some of the very organizations that you hope to be a counselor for and find out about being a paid intern or what kind of work they might have. Um, You know, start there and end up at Waitress if you have to. But why not put yourself in those environments that you're wanting to go to and sort of learn by being in the environment? If you know, so what what city are you in? Are you in a major city or rural community? 
Uh, I'm in New Jersey, the suburb oh, area. Oh, well, for goodness sakes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I would love to see you do. And I know when you haven't been working, you can feel like it can be scary to put yourself back out there and to even put yourself out there in the capacities you're talking about. But I, you've, there's a sincerity. I feel, I felt it in my body. I feel it in your energy that what you said about being a counselor and working with abused women and all that, that's where you should be. And I just would like you to go there, even if you're not counseling, being in the environment, you know, you're filing or helping with events or who knows. I worked for nonprofit for years. We're always looking for people to help out in that regard. So I hope that you will do that and not be afraid of it and step out of the comfort zone and just try that. And if not, you know, you can always do the other stuff. It's always fine to go waitress. And I mean, those are great jobs. I love it when I have someone serve me who's lovely. So um, let me watch your pattern for a minute and see what your cycle looks like for work. Oh, of course, you're ready. You're you're over ready. I mean, you're that Thanksgiving turkey that we need to pull out of the oven 40 minutes ago. I mean, really. <laughs> and that just tells me if you put yourself out there, Tabitha, it's like the rubber band effect. You can springboard yourself forward. So I'm just saying take a deep breath like you're diving into the pool and go for it because you have more than one opportunity that will come up in the springtime if you just start looking. Okay. And and that's the that's the beauty and the uh, the good karma of having a good heart. No matter what your life has been, where you've been, what you've done, who you've done it with, makes no makes no difference. You've got a good heart and that is worth a lot and the divine will support you. Okay. So do you see me getting work soon? I do. I'm watching you working. I mean, you could be working in the middle of February. You just have to overcome your fear about it and say, I'm doing it. Despite I could be shaking in my boots, but I'm doing it. (laughs) Put myself out there. Yeah, you're telling the truth. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay to be scared. Just don't let it make your, don't make, don't let the fear make your decisions for you. Let that heart, of yours do the talking believe in yourself i'm telling you that's all it takes you're ready for a win go claim it okay okay well thank you phyllis tabitha i'm so glad you called back and fill me in call me back in a few weeks let me know your progress please okay i will all right love thank you phyllis have a good weekend you know what i i I coach a lot of people on becoming practitioners and coaches and all this stuff. And it's usually, not usually, it's always stuff we tell ourselves. I come across some of the most talented people ready to be of service. And they so desire to, to put themselves out there. But the internal dialogue, I'm not good enough. Who do I think I am? I don't have enough experience. Too many other people. I mean, oh, my God, it's noisy between the ears. We have to just learn how to quiet that internal dialogue and press forward until we shut those voices up. And a lot of good people go unrecognized because of that inner dialogue. So, um, yes, indeed. Um, I'm going to take a very quick break again, and when I come back, I'll get to some more calls and questions. Uh, You're listening to Phyllis King. I'm the Common Sense Psychic. Stay with me. Uh-huh, you see me in the spotlight, ooh, whatever you're 
Yes, aren't we all worth it? I felt I had to play that song, especially after talking to Tabitha. Um, I don't know if you guys could feel it. Just feeling that woman's energy and feeling her dreams and her goals. I just about wanted to start crying. I was like, oh, man, this woman needs to be out in the world. I had to play that song. Okay, let's move to some more calls and questions, see how many we can get through here. Here, area code 814. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Hello, this is Greg from Pennsylvania. Greg, hi. Welcome. What's going on with you? Well, um, on the spiritual side, I've been doing a lot of meditation and development work for a very long time. Okay. And uh, as a result, I'd often receive uh, incoming messages about uh, investing in the markets and things like oh, that. Okay. And, uh, you know, along with a lot of ideas for charity work, uh, they kind of went hand in hand. But Beautiful. It's always been hindsight. You know, it's like after <laughs> the events happened, then I can look back. And mm-hmm. as a result, uh, they happened really a long time ago. And then I didn't understand it at the time that I needed to thoroughly educate myself, mm-hmm. you know, to even understand. But now uh, one of the problems I'm having is that uh, the years of study and, uh, you know, some of the mistakes I made you know, not understanding everything. They kind of weighed on me. And mm-hmm. now and now it's like, even though the accuracy has been increasing little by little, although I still haven't really uh, profited from it, I can mm-hmm. really see how everything's unfolded. Uh, my problem is when I'm trying to do the research or meditate, uh, I think like there's some blockages inside of me. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like a sense of hopelessness or, mm. you know, I'm associating negative things with it. When I have yeah. made a lot of progress, I have made a lot of progress, but mm-hmm. well, you know, part, yeah. yeah, part of your answer is in what you just described, and we all do this. So um, maybe if you listen back to this archive and you're at 50 minutes in the hour, you'll hear it yourself because I can tell you're pretty on it. Um, and it, uh, this must be the same for the week. But our ability to honor our experience and not experience it or feel it or characterize it as a failure or even a mistake, that we actually look at what we've done, our choices, and go, look how I actually benefited from that in other ways, you know, Uh, rather than just what didn't work out. And I'm hearing that loud and clear in your voice and in your process. And so you have to let yourself off the hook. You have to let yourself be a student when you are a student and let yourself be a master when you are a master. We're all both. You know, there's certain things, you know, you're just not, I don't mean you, I'm I'm speaking you figuratively. You're not going to be able to win with me because I just know it too good. But there's plenty of things I don't know jack diddly squat about that I'm going to look like a complete fool if I try to talk about it. So, and, And I'm seeing this interesting dichotomy with you that, yeah, you do have a lot of information and you are, there's a really talent and a skill going on here. But there's also a, a voice that's saying, you know, putting your down, putting you down, and saying you don't really know. And so, if you have that energy in your creative process, you get what you're getting right now. And so, I'm encouraging you to extricate that poison from yourself by really, yeah. even if you have to write it down on a piece of paper, but and write an affirm, affirmative statement to the opposite. But look at whatever still gives you a rub about the past. And make sure you just take care of business and see why that was an abundant, good thing that happened for you. So you essentially engage divine uh, alliance in your life, you know, rather than question or resist what happened. And I don't know, what do you think about that? Uh, Yeah, because that's the problem. Uh, I almost, when I'm getting a word, will be like plain English, okay, very clear. But yet when it comes to how I'm going to approach it, how I'm going to keep meditating on it. Uh, You know, there's that resistance in me saying that I'm not going to get the rest of the message. Because that's what happened in the past, you know. Yeah. Yeah, putting up your own interference. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to get around it, but (laughs) I think it will come. (laughs) 
and it's I not gotta a find a back thing. door. It's not a trying thing. It's not a doing thing. It's an allowing, allowing yourself to be where you want to be and not let any fear or doubt, you know, really separating from that. And that's that requires owning your authority. It really requires that you say, I can do this. I am available to have this information. And that's the only thing that's going to run the show here. You're taking yeah. a stand on behalf of yourself, essentially. That and trying to be happy while I'm doing it. That's that's a major <laughs> thing. That, uh-huh. that's a it's like, it's about how happy you are now. Before that's, it was about work and understanding. Now it's like, well, how do I be happy too? That's, a, that's yeah. a pretty wise comment right then and there that generate really great high vibration frequencies while you're doing it. Absolutely. I agree. So I think when you listen, and I encourage you to listen back to our conversation here because you're going to hear your own wisdom. And sometimes that's all it takes is to hear ourselves. You know, I listen to myself do a radio show about once a year. It's excruciating. (laughs) I can't stand it. But I always learn something from it and it's helpful. And so I'm kind of encouraging you to listen to this again so you can hear your own wisdom and you'll go, you'll, you'll connect the dots about what you need to shift. Exactly. Because when I saw the broadcast, uh, something inside me just said, you got to call and just get it out. Just get it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You are most welcome. And I do appreciate the call. Good luck to you. Thank you. Blessings. You're welcome. Let's see. I do have time for one more here. Hi, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Phyllis. This is Trish. How are you? Hi, Trish. Where are you? I am in Connecticut. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. So we've got about two minutes. So, and you seem efficient. I'll give you my, my <laughs> efficient question is with uh, regarding relationship. Do you see me with someone else or reconciling with an ex? Ouch. Okay. And what's the first name of the ex, please? Michael. Okay. Oh, did we talk about Michael before? I don't think so. Oh, okay. You, there's something about you that feels familiar. Okay. Well, you and Michael are not done yet. So, um, oh boy, let me look at this. And, because it is complicated because you are also pulling in another partner. So um, uh, let me see what you and Michael... There's just more interaction between you and Michael. Is it a reconciliation? Not exactly. Maybe you try or maybe you just both need to get it to a cleaner place and for for individually as well as a couple. But there's still more to come with him. And it's not necessarily pleasant. Um, it, it, and that's what feels guys are trying to work through both of you to get to a better place with it because you both still care and there's both you know it just hasn't resolved the way either of you would like so i think that you know for probably two to three more months involved in that situation in some way and then you're showing me another partnership in your life coming uh, right on the heels of that so it's not like you can pull someone else in before that is solved for you so it's a pretty interesting year for you with all this relationship stuff but you know you're up for it and uh you're a warrior of the heart so <laughs> uh yeah i you know I, it's a positive thing all in all but it is you know it's emotionally a bit draining so just take care of yourself and trust you're going to get yourself where you want to be in a happy and good place with a partner All right. Well, thank you for fitting me in in the last two minutes. (laughs) You're most welcome, Trish. I do appreciate the call. And thank you guys all for being here, whether it's been live or to the download. I do appreciate it. Even those of you in the chat room, thanks for sticking around. I'll be here next week. You guys have a great weekend. You're listening to Phyllis King. I'm the Common Sense Psychic. Have a wonderful day. Mm.